163, part three of Geeksters. I'm your host, Ed. I'm your host, Sean. Vocal, I meant vocal cords, not voice cords. <laughs> Shaky vocal cords. I guess it wasn't in the book. <laughs> <laughs> right now, people who listen to episode three before episode two are going, I don't get that. <laughs> well, they have to listen to the episode two to That's find right. out why. Oh, it's kind of geekception. <laughs> <laughs> okay. <sighs> anyway, um, so, yeah, in this part, we do the news. <laughs> Cut and see. <laughs> and yes, we bring you the finest in nerd news. We bring you the loss of a beloved one. We bring you Star Wars talk, Star Again? Trek talk. Well, that, I mean, to me, that's the biggest article because you brought it. I mean, I was kind of surprised. <laughs> yeah, and I'm like, the whole time, I'm, I'm waiting for this one article. I'm like, I think he's, I, I even asked you earlier. I was like, hey. well, he, well, he does, he does the thing. Oh, oh, as you listen to the episode, you listen, you listen to the subcode. Did you get that article about that past thing? Well, yes, I did. <laughs> I didn't even say that. I said that on the way up. I said, hey, did you get that Star Trek episode? I mean, no, no, Star- you, didn't, you didn't talk about I Star Trek. I did. No. I said it was a Star no, Trek you, article. You did, you did it on air. And you go, did you get that Did you get that article about that old thing? Well, yes, I did. <laughs> I'm telling you, I'm going to have to listen to the show because I now remember going, that old thing? I was like, something on those lines. It wasn't exact, but it wasn't. You did not say the word Star Trek. Star Trek. Uh, yeah, I was waiting for the, I said I was waiting for the Star Trek article. <laughs> and, I, and I gave you an article that I thought it was, and apparently I was wrong. <sighs> <laughs> so the episode runs a little long, I think, because of it. I'm like, hey, one more, time for one more article. Hey, here's an article about the crow. So not the article. I'm like, <laughs> The Star Trek. What Star Trek? Oh. <laughs> I thought you were talking about this one, and it was another episode, another article yeah. I was thinking of. No. Anyway, folks. So yeah. So there, there's some, there's some nerd news for you. It's a little. It's a, I call it a little extra. Are, are you confused like I am? It's, yes. Okay. Yeah. Just sit back, relax. It'll all be clear in the end. Geeksters live on AquanetRadio.com, iTunes Radio, TuneIn, and iHeartRadio. Just search Aquanet Radio on those apps. So hi everybody. Yes. Welcome back. I gotta take that off the playlist unless it's like the first song, because uh, <laughs> eight and a half minutes and I got hit. Like, hey, what's next? Oh, White Lines, the long version, seven and a half minutes. <laughs> yeah, no. Yeah. All right, so uh, it is time for nerd news. Awesome. What do you got for us this weekend? I got some sad news to start off with. Uh, Batman creator George Barris passed away at age eighty-nine. Those people who do not know, George Barris is the man who created the 1966 Batmobile. Yes. He... As well, I don't know if it's in that article, the Monster's Car. Yes, it is. Kit. Yes. Oh, okay, sorry. Go ahead. <laughs> you want to take the story? Or... No, yeah, okay. okay. Uh, he passed away on November f- uh, 5th at 2.45 in the morning. Uh, he was surrounded by his family. He was asleep when it, when it happened. And, uh, yeah, he created the Batmobiles, one of the most iconic cars. Um he also designed, you said, the Monsters uh, Coach, is what they call it. The truck from the Hever- Beverly Hillbillies. Okay. Kit from Knight Rider, the, the most notable cars that he's created. Um, they don't say anything else, so I'm assuming there are others. But, 
Yeah, he uh, he actually had a uh, he made a custom uh, shop, custom car shop after World War II is how he started. And one of his first big projects was, of course, the Batmobile, the iconic <laughs> 1966 Batmobile from the TV series. Right. Okay. So uh, yeah, he passed away unfortunately, and uh, he will be missed. Eighty uh, nine. Eighty nine. Yeah, I gotta be honest. He's done more in his eighty nine years than I ever will. Yeah. Uh, yeah. I mean, I got this dopey show, but <laughs> <laughs> thanks. What? It's not like anyone's gonna like when we die when we're eight and I go, Yes, uh Sean was the one of the co founding members of the podcast Geeksters. It, cricket, cricket, cricket. <laughs> Who's that guy? I don't know. <laughs> All right. All right, so uh yeah, he will be missed. I, yeah. I got nothing other than the fact that it's it's sad. I mean it was as a kid the first car I fell in love with. Yes. I mean, in the pantheon of movie and T V cars it's up there. Mm-hmm. I don't think it'd be my favorite car, but it, it's certainly up there. Um, like, well, to me, it's it's one of those most iconic cars because you, you when you see it, you know automatically what it is and what yeah. it's about. I mean, like it it's so parts of pop culture, like Batman is. That yes. you just you kind of go, wow, you know, you get excited, you know. I mean, you you see other iterations of Batmobiles, you know, in, in the future with yeah, all the, the movies, the, the, the and Nolans, the... the tank. I'm like, all right, you know, whatever. Yeah. Right. To me, as a kid. Nothing invokes my childhood more than watched and seeing that Batmobile. Yes. You know, yeah. Every time it's at a horror con or a comic con, I got to go look at it. You know, just because I'm like, that was the car when I was a kid. Like, that was it. Yes. Until I became a teenager and then I was fucking kid. Yeah. Like, I mean, car talks, the car talks to me. <laughs> I want that car. Yeah. And it's a badass Trans Am. I want that car. <laughs> and it's got turbo and no flame shooting out its ass. But man, it talks to me. <laughs> So yeah, so well actually, well this brings up an interesting question: If you could have any car in movie and television history, one car, which one would you want? If if it was, uh, even if it wasn't really made like designed, I mean there is a. Well, I'm not talking like uh, I'm not saying like if look like if you had kit, it wouldn't have all the like it wouldn't be exactly kit, but it would be kit. You know what I mean? Like it'd be the model. You know it. Obviously, everyone knows there was no computer talking to him. It was yeah. Anthony Dan, not Anthony Daniels. That's C three PO. Completely, different, maybe more annoying car and everything. But it was the guy from Insane Elsewhere. Yeah. Um, maybe not, but have all the dashboard lights and stuff like that. So it wasn't really functional. It was just like you yeah, would, like, you would drive up and go, "I've got Kit," and everybody would take pictures and like. Yeah, and- not even that. Just like as okay, you know, maybe it's better off. Maybe I should start. Yeah. The DeLorean. Okay. From Back to the Future. I love the look of that car. I don't need the flux capacitor or the things. Stuff like I just want, like, as far as the model of car that was used to do the time machine was a DeLorean. I love that car. The the seal gold, the gold doors. Yeah, the going doors, yeah. Yeah. I, that's the car I would want. Okay. I, I always think the Mach 5 from Speed Racer. Okay, fair enough. You know, I mean, I mean, this is not an everyday car. I'm I mean, assuming like this is something like if I had money and I'm like, you know, I'm going to buy a, a a famous car just to have in my collection of things. All right. Yeah. I, okay. I, yeah. Okay. I'll allow it because I did make a live action, you know, Mach 5 for the Speed Racer movie. I yeah. was like, I wouldn't actually count a cartoon version of it. Right. I would say something that's practical that you could actually, you know, like, like okay, well, I think after the Lauren would be the General Lee. Yes. You know, like, yeah. like uh, you know, I could buy a General Lee and just paint it orange, you know, 
but it's it's hard. <laughs> well, to get you know, I actually saw the General Lee um, at, at a con in uh, Boston. Con, and it was funny because you know the guy was a really nice guy. The guy who owns the car, you know, he bought it of course after the show, you know, was right. done, and you know, actually he was many years later, but he was a big fan of the show. Right, and, you know, he bought the car. But certain things you don't know, you know, about the car because, you know, because you want your picture on the general and like, well, yes. You know, like, yes, I do. Yes, I do. I'm fat. I don't think I'll fit through that window. Right. So, like, right away, I'm sticking my foot. And he's like, no, no, no. Before my. (laughs) He's like, they actually open up. The doors open up. And I'm like, I thought they were welded shut. And he goes, that was just for the show. (laughs) (laughs) Yeah. He goes, he goes, they all open up. He goes, remember Uncle Jesse? He never really got out of the car. Like, they show him, like, trying to get in the car. Like, they would show a scene That's of him. A good point. You know, of him getting in and out of the car. And he goes, there was no way that that, that I forget the character, the actor's actual name. Right. But he's like, he's, they, there were times that he would say, like, I am not getting in the General Lee if I have to, like, lift my right. leg and, and slide into this car. You know, it's impossible for me to do this. So he goes, yeah, they, they weren't. It was just for the, the that iconic, you know, oh, slide into the. Sorry. <laughs> I'm sorry. I, I got to be honest, though. When I started to drive, first thing I did, and I made I made a habit of doing it, sliding across the hood of my car. <laughs> really? I did. I did it all the time. <laughs> it was whenever I was running from somewhere, I just like it was like like as a teenager, and I had a Monte Car, I had an El Camino, and a Monte Carlo, big ass hood, right? big ass hood. <laughs> I would run down the steps of my house, and then slide across the hood of my car. And then open the door and cop it. I, I, could, I would never do the window thing. Yeah. Because I, I think I tried it once, but I was like, it's not really comfortable to get into the car that way. Yeah. But I would definitely do the hood slide all the time. I would do the hood slide now if I could. <laughs> like, if I had the right car, my car is nice. I could do somewhat of a car. I think there's a movie that I don't forget what the movie is. I think it might be 21 Drip I'm not sure. And where, where they did oh, the, yes. the sliding bit and he falls over and yeah. hurts himself. That's how I feel like I would do that. Because a couple of times you think about it, like, Probably could slide across this hood. You know, it's it's smooth. It's you know flat. You know, yeah, I never had a problem. <laughs> I'm like, oh, I mean, I was also a lot thinner. I'm maybe a little bit more in the you know upper body strength yeah. type than I used to be. But yeah, I would just run across, slide across, <laughs> drive off. I was like, yeah, no, it's nerdy and it's geeky, but fucking, it felt cool when you're six, seventeen years old. You know, Bob, baby, I gotta go home. Run, run, slide, hop in the car, and drive off. Uh, it's not as effective as the car stalls out. Like slide open the door. Hi, honey. I'll call you when I get home. All right. What else you got there in the news? I got some more sad news. Disney may officially retire Slave Leia from all Star Wars merchandise. May. May. Uh, of course, uh, Carrie Fisher employed the new Star Wars Daisy, Daisy Riley not to look as a slave. Well, basically, she was saying, like, don't get into the slave a- outfit. Supermodels are the only ones who really could wear this outfit at this point. She, she was basically kind of going, hey, the new girl, whatever you do, if you have the opportunity to get into a slave Leia costume, don't do it. Right. But she was being playfully funny about it. Yes. And then, of course, they said that they've heard from multiple sources that it is because Marvel is not allowed to draw the slave Leia look or actually a sexual way of, of Princess Leia in any way. But primarily the slave Leia look is not uh, allowed in the Marvel comics of Star Wars. Well, okay. I would say, number one, that whole period of time yeah. of the slave Leia outfit 
in the comic book is probably coming gone and passed already. I mean, it's not like she's like, well, gee, what am I going to wear today? Oh, the Slave Leia costume. Yeah. It's not like she has got the metal bikini <laughs> hanging up on a wire hanger somewhere going, maybe I could wear that today. Right. No, it's not. I, I, Yeah, I mean, I get it. I do. It's Disney. They want to change their image. People like to we live in this ultra PC world where, like, the I remember we had did the article a few months back where the father, they were doing like yeah they sp- mentioned that they reiterate this in this article again about how a father was you know upset that his you know daughters were looking at Star Wars toys and of course the slave Leia in the black series of action yeah. figures and that's the only female character they have in the black series right as right slave now. Leia yeah I, which I gotta be honest I saw it. it didn't really look much like her so I kind of passed. Like, if you're going to get me a Slave Leia statue or action figure, it better look like her. Yeah. Like, I, 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 to be honest, I, first of all, I remember talking about at the time how pissed I was at that dad. What kind of fucking childhood did you have if you did not see fucking Return of the Jedi? Yeah. Like, what the fuck, dude? Like, that was 1983? Yes. I I mean, 13-year-old Sean loved that fucking scene. (laughs) Loved it. <laughs> That's why he sits in the back of theaters now. I yep. <laughs> so he gets kiss he has to spank I, it. You know, the whole time like when you watch the first Star Wars, nineteen seventy seven, she's not wearing a bra in that white outfit. Yeah. But she was also nineteen. Uh-huh. So they were perky and up and I'm just going, Okay, well add like, you know, six more years from seventy seven to ninety three. Yeah. Eighty three. So eighty three. So, you know, <laughs> nineteen, she's now twenty five. <laughs> Looking like I see the picture, I'm going gorgeous. Yes, I mean she still holds up. I'm gonna say even she may have put on some weight, but we all do when we get older. Yeah, she still looks phenomenal. Right, like it's definitely. I'm not going. Hey, uh, you know, Carrie, can you think you could squeeze in that? Obviously, she can't. Yeah, and I, I think it's kind of like it's a little sad that you're gonna go. Oh, we're gonna discontinue these toys. I, I personally, I think they'll do it and they'll do it for a little bit, and then to kind of quell the masses a little bit. Right. And then you'll see, like, when there's, like, a 25th anniversary or a 30th anniversary of, like, Return to the Jedi, you know, or when they decide to put it all on Blu-ray, you'll see, like, a little sur- resurge of, hey, here's a Slave Leia. But they won't call it a Slave Leia costume. They'll call it something else. Well, right. Now I'm just laughing because you're, you're, you're giving, like, the 30th anniversary of, like, it's been 32 years. I know, well, I mean, okay, 50th anniversary. All right, whatever. I would say, say, I'm still like 13-year-old Sean just going, metal bikini. Especially when he's swinging across those legs. It's like, oh, definitely. Because like, <sighs> all right, what else you got? I mean, I, how do you feel about it? You know, I mean, I, I'm, I'm a little disappointed. I'll be honest, you know, because it's, you know, it's, it's part of the whole Star Wars universe. Yeah. You know, you, it's, it's not like she's wearing it all the time. Like you said, like, you know, it's, it's just a moment in, in the, in the, in the series that she was, because and she was a slave for Jabba the Hutt. So it's and like, it's, it's that costume that helped her kill Jabba the Hutt. Yeah. If it wasn't for that chain wrapped around her neck and attached to, you know, the base, she probably never would have gotten away. Mm-hmm. She took that moment, strangled him in it. It's an iconic scene. Yes. Yeah, I just, it's, it's. <laughs> well, they're, like I said, they're trying to gear more like Star Wars products to girls because, again, it's, they think it's an all boys club for this. It movies. is. 
you know, which it, it, for most part it is. Yeah, for the most part, you're right. And and the, and the thing is, is that they're it's not like they're disallowing it. They're just not going to put it in for future marketing, you know, type of thing. Yeah, like when here is a new line of stuff. Uh, yeah, but okay, let's face it. Any new marketing that's going to come out for it's going to be for the next all the new movies. Yeah, like you're never really the moment in time for Princess Leia in this in the metal bikini. It's come and gone. I mean, it's always it's, it's looked back more on nostalgia. Yeah, than... but the, 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 but the also too the fact is is like you know like like when they do finally make Star Wars land in in the the parks. Well, I would not think they would have that. Right. I mean, they're gonna have a job of the hut, obviously. In the you know, sure, and they'll probably have the green dancers and stuff like that, like belly dancers yeah. and stuff like that. But I don't foresee them kind of going here's Slave Leia. They're not gonna call her Slave Leia, yeah. Because if you think about it, all most of the females and dancers in it were slaves. Yeah, it wasn't just her. Right. Um, I, I just think like it's just when they do. I think when they do Star Wars Land. Hmm. And if they do the job of the hut area, because they probably might, they might not, you know. No, I could see, I could see, you know, walking into a, like a, an area and there's Jabba Hut. Oh, 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 well, they're, uh, gonna, have, they're gonna have the most and then you have always, you're gonna yeah, you're gonna have the bounty hunters around, you know, like a, I gotta be honest, depends on how they're gonna go with it, dude. I mean, if yeah, we have no clue. I mean, I no say, clue because I kind of like you could be right, but are they really gonna push and let like Star Wars land? With thirty-two-year-old material, or are they going to pump it with? They're going to give us both. That's I, I, I maybe, but right. I, I think that the like it's going to be like here's Mos Eisley Cantina, mm. and then here's the Star Wars Battlefront like ride where you blow up the Death Star, mm. and then I think they're going to have like hey, in Episode Nine there was this wacky there's this wacky bar. Here's this. I, I don't think it's going to be like. You know, walking onto a set of like you're not going to be going through all three movies. I think it's going to be, I think they're going to gear Star Wars Land mainly to the newer stuff mm. and a little bit to the older stuff. I, I think like you're going to have a, maybe a full size. I tend to disagree on this, but you I, know, well, I guess we'll find out when they start building that's it. That's right. Because I, I like I can see them doing the most likely Cantina. I can see them doing like a Millennium Falcon restaurant. Mm. You know, like up, you know, just kind of up in the sky kind of uh. thing. And after that, and maybe Dagobah, like maybe, mm. maybe. But I mean, because you and I are looking at it from like what we would want yeah. in our Star Wars land. Disney be going, we have all this new stuff that, you know, like, or they might do like, hey, this will be original trilogy weekend. Yeah. Where they mix like where you have the Star Wars weekend. Well, it's just saying like that's that's to me like I've been to I've been to two Star Wars weekends. Right. You know, and like a lot of the stuff that really goes far is the classic three films. Yes, because no one likes the second trilogy and no one has seen the third trilogy. Right. So that's what I'm saying. We'll but, see. But I mean, you know, like, you know, all right, whatever. I, I mean right. again, agree to disagree. Yes. I just think financially You ignorance a lot. <laughs> What else you got in the news? Um, Mark Wahlberg's the six billion dollar man gets a release date. Really? Yes. Oh, when's it coming out? Uh, two thousand seventeen. That's right, December twenty second, two thousand seventeen. That's a weird date. <laughs> a Christmas movie. <laughs> that either means you have no faith in that movie or all the faith in the world. Right. I mean, to me, that would be a summer blockbuster movie. Yeah. It. it I mean. The, the production's going to start uh, um, September, the commence in t- September of 2016, 
And they're uh, which was like, really, they're going to start in September and then go in December as a release date, two months that you're going to get to shoot this project and do all the special. No, effects. It's a year and two months, Ed. Oh, right. <laughs> <laughs> like, wow, well, is you for a moment. <laughs> uh, yeah. Math is our friend. If they're going to start in September 2016, and it's coming yeah. out December 2017. It's a year and two months. Yes. <laughs> Actually, not even a year and two months. It's like a year and four months. Anyway. Damien Shits Vaughn. Ah, any relation to Lipschitz? Ah, <laughs> no. she's my cousin. The he, he's apparently Wild, Wild Tales. He's wrote the screenplay and is now confirmed to direct it. Okay, I gotta be honest. I have um um. This is a wait and see. I knew they were making that movie. I knew they were making it. And at one point, Jim Carrey was attached to the project. Yes, and it was going to be the six billion dollar man because you wouldn't get a lot for six million in today's market. <laughs> you know, that's going to be like the joke. I guarantee. Yes. Um. Uh, okay. Like I'll see it if it looks good. I love that show. I have the whole series on DVD. Yeah. I just those people right now. Everyone just went. Oh, is he gonna fight Bigfoot? <laughs> like I mean, it depends on which way they go. I I, I I probably get a feeling they're gonna go more comedy, like action comedy, than just strictly action. Yeah. Because I, you know. Yeah, so yeah, I'll wait till see a trailer. I mean, I'll probably see it because again, the nostalgia of it. Yes, but after that, I don't know. Well, speaking of nostalgia, oh, okay. Wow, what a segue! The greatest American hero is flying back to television. I saw that headline. I was like, "What? <laughs> They're trying to do this again?" <laughs> I mean, okay, let's face it; makes perfect sense. Does it? Yeah, sure. With the influx of superhero movies that are, and TV shows. Like I mean, if you think about it, if you want a ABC, probably still owns the rights to. Well, Fox has given pilot production. Oh no, that means it's gonna be canceled in a commitment month. to a revival of the 1980s comedy drama written by Dope filmmaker Rick. The guy who wrote Dope, the TV, the movie. Yes, from I can't even pronounce Whatever. his last name, and to be produced by the Lego Team, Phil Lord and Chris Miller. I, okay, see, I love the Lego Movie. Yeah. Huh. But again, the relaunch of the show makes sense mm-hmm. because with all the, the superheroes on TV and in movies, when this first came out on TV, it was different. It yeah. was odd. It was like, and it had a good run, had like two and a half years, I think. Mm-hmm. So you know what? Yeah, I'm, I'm on board with bringing it back. I mean, it, it's kind of like a, really, can't you guys have any original ideas? <laughs> but this one actually kind of makes sense. You can kind of modernize it with, yeah. special, with the special effects now. Still the idea of the guy who comes across the suit and loses the instruction manual yes. and has to kind of figure out, you know, who they're going to get to replace William Cat. I don't know. But if it's done right, you can still have William Cat be a part of it. Yeah. I'd he, like to see him in it because... Not necessarily he, in the outfit, but definitely as, like, since his character was a teacher in a school, yeah. make him the principal of that school. Oh. You know, and yeah. then have the teacher, you know, whoever the teacher is going to get the, the coat, you know, the suit have... Okay, it's his adventures, but at least one episode you see the principal talking to the teacher. It's William Cat. Like, why not? It worked for what's his face for Flash. Yeah, it's going to work for it's working for Supergirl with Dean Cain and Helen Slater. Yeah, like these are people who've donned that suit on. Why not give him the shot too? Yeah, you know? yeah. I mean, I I I really uh, like William Cat because I met him at a, a Harcon a few years back, and out of all the like celebrities, he was he to me was the most charming and 
nicest one ever met because I didn't have a camera. And, he, right. you know, he, I, I walked up and I waited in line with like two or three people. And I was like, hi. And I was just talking to him and I had a nice conversation. And this guy comes over and he's like, uh, you know, there was like a lightning thing. You know, like he's like one of those super nerds that's talking yeah. about the show. In episode 17 of season two, there is this lightning thing thing. And, blah, blah, blah. And, and, he, and, and William Cat just goes, well, it was a special suit based on alien technology. But I will answer your questions later. I'm talking to this gentleman right here, talking to me. You right. Know? So I felt right like, away you're going, dude, <laughs> fuck you. Like, who's the man? He is now my best friend. <laughs> and and he and and I'm like, I'd love to get a picture with you. And actually, my camera died. Is what it was. I had a camera, that's right? But it died. The batteries died. And I'm like, my friend Dave's here with his camera, but he's not with me. And he goes, I'll tell you what. He goes, he goes, you you get your you get your buddy Dave, and get, we'll get a picture. So I'm like, sure, right? So now I'm like running all through this. The, yeah. I'm running through all this kind of looking for Dave. Finally find him. I'm like, look, I just met William Caddy. Really nice guy. He wants, I want a picture with him. He's like willing to wait for me to get this picture. And he's like, all right. And he had, we had to wait for him because he was seeing another another star. And I can't think of the star's name right now. That's all right. It doesn't matter. But it's not his story. It's your story. story right. <laughs> so we, 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 I take his picture for him. He gets the autograph. He talks to him, blah, blah, blah. You know, I'm waiting, waiting. Finally, like, all right, let's go. So we go to William. It wasn't that far, right? Right. William Cat's about to leave uh, to go to a Q and A. He sees me. Right. He stops and go, "Did you get the camera?" And I'm like, that, "Yeah." And that, to me, that's amazing because we had a lot of people, uh-huh. and he remembered me to that, get this camera. To me, that story alone makes me a fan of his for life. And then to top it all off, right? He had a Q and A. I went to the Q and A because there was another one after that with, uh, um, uh, fuck, uh, Adam West. Okay, and he was before Adam West, so I'm like, well, I want to see the William Cat one. So I sat there and they asked all these questions, and he was answering them, and he was like, I was like, oh, I can't believe how many fans I have. It's just right. great, you know, blah blah blah. And after the show, after the Q and A, he came down. He saw me. Right. He walked over. He says. How you doing? Like, you know, right. like, you know how's, how's your con experience going so far? And I'm like, wow, it's going great now that you're yeah, talking to like, me again. Yeah, like, holy shit. Like, I'm, 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 I'm dating William Cat. <laughs> <laughs> I am officially his boyfriend. Yeah. And, and I'm like, well, how's the con's experience for you? And he goes, yeah, I don't really do too many of these, but this is amazing. Like, how many people know my work and, and all the movies that you mentioned? I'm like, yeah, like, I, you know, I knew you. I, I looked up on IMDb and I saw a couple of your movies. <laughs> I don't know, but I, I looked and saw. I had to look at your resume, but I just knew you were from, you know. <laughs> but, I mean, you know, it was impressive. And I'm like, I just found out that you're going to be on Heroes. And he's like, yes, because Heroes was shooting right, at the time. Right. And he says, it's a bit part. But I said, you know, that it's just so iconic to have you, William Cat, the superhero, play, you know, the greatest American hero, play on a character in, in you know, in, in this Heroes show. I mean, like, that to me is like so phenomenal. And he goes, well, I never thought of it like that. But he goes, that sounds <laughs> awesome. <laughs> went up, went up, polish my apple, son. Glad I got that picture of you. Walk, get me out of here now. I think he's going to kill me now. Uh, but he, but he, now I just want your eyes. <laughs> I was... I was, but I was just like, one of your eyes. I'm, thinking, I'm thinking if I asked him to dinner, he probably would have went with me. Like that's how like <laughs> like he was. He just stood there. Like there was like I like ran out of things to say. Like I don't know what that did, uncomfortable silence. Yeah, of, like, like uh, <laughs> yeah. I'm, well, I'm just gonna go now. Uh, okay, well, fine. Are you sure you don't need? Like, yeah. Like he became the overly attached girlfriend. <laughs> <laughs> and I'm like I'm like but 
That was awesome to me. Like, like, like yeah. nobody's ever done that, especially a celebrity of like that kind of stature. I was like, wow. Like most of them, are like yeah, yeah, whatever. Sign. Yeah, yeah, sure, sure, yeah, yeah, sure, 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 sure. Yeah, yeah. Well, okay. I'm always bad with celebrities, as you know. You know, yes. from, from meeting them, like when I met. <laughs> always makes me laugh. <laughs> I can't think of the. Uh, I can't think of his name, but it makes me laugh every time. This is why you tune in, folks. It's for moments like, <laughs> like this. this. I remember <laughs> this. I just can't remember his name. <laughs> the guy who does the Evil Dead show. Bruce Campbell? Bruce Campbell. I can never remember his name. <laughs> never ever in my life. I liked him because he was on Xena Warrior Princess. He played Autologous, a thief, a master thief. Yes. I went up to him, so nervous, that I said, I loved you in Buffy the Vampire Slayer. Oh, my God. <laughs> Holy mackerel. And he goes, I wasn't in that. <laughs> <laughs> and it's that movie. You have that big smile on your face. Because like, I think I've got something like. I got you. I yeah, got yeah. you. And then that, that, like, oh, crap. <clears throat> I'm like, where do I know you from? <laughs> oh, did you ask me that? <laughs> no, that's going in my head. That's going through my like, head. Like, and I'm like, oh, no, I'm sorry. Wait. I'm sorry. I loved you in as Italicus in Buffy, uh, in, in Buffy the Vampire. Sea of Warrior Princess. And I said, I also loved you in Just Jack, that short-lived show. That Jack you, of all trades. Jack of all trades. Not just Jack. Just Jack was the show. That the- well, I actually said it right. I, hey. I screwed up now, but I did say Jack of all trades. <laughs> that, Completely different show. And he goes, oh, I love that show. And, and it kind of got me back into <clears throat> races. You're right. But the look on his face. There was that every, moment that of like. That's silent. It's like, you fucking asshole. Like, stops in mid-Bruce. <laughs> looks up. What's in that show? Oh, <laughs> uh, yeah, that's right, man. I meant like, that's it. Oh, all right. Campbell. <laughs> like, Bruce, I was he, not in Buffy the Vampire Slayer. And, and he just throws, throws it, it at, at me, and it's like. Yeah, hey, you fucker. <laughs> Thanks for ruining my day. And I, like, I could swear he was staring at me for the rest of the time. Give me the evil stink of the Eli, the evil dead eye. Like, you son of a bitch. I was never in Buffy the Vampire Slayer. You're lucky I like that jack of all trades. I was just tired. I hated that fucking joke. I was just placating you, fucking douchebag. You know what? That actually kind of reminds me. I kind of has almost a similar embarrassing experience. I was a, I'm a huge fan. Of, I'm married with children. Dave Faustino was going to be uh, the only time I never went to a con. They always used to show up at car shows. Mm-hmm. And my dad, you know, we, my dad and I would go to the car show every year. He was going to be there that year, and I wanted to get his autograph. And it was right around the time that the guy who played Steve left the show. Mm-hmm. I wanted to know what happened. So I went up, and I was like, yeah, yeah so what happened to the guy who played Steve? He's like, just you know, he, he was didn't give me an answer really, like an answer I don't really recall. But he wrote on my autograph, "Don't be so nosy, Dave Faustino." <laughs> and I was like, now I was maybe fifteen, sixteen at the time, and I'm looking and I'm going, I don't know if I should be proud of this or insulted, because I was okay when you just rang Dave Faustino, but now you don't be so nosy. Were you being sarcastic? Because there was no smiley face. It was just, don't be so nosy. Yeah. And I was like, fucking little prick. I'm like, I'm glad you had no career after marriage. Like, I'm like, at that, was that day, I was like, you'll forever be Bud Bundy. <laughs> Walking away. Yeah. Uh, That's why Kelly's smarter. I think the worst, though, for me was beating Boba Fett. Boba Fett? <laughs> Boba Fett? Sorry. I went to, I went to the Wizard World Philadelphia Con. And a, a lot of the Star Wars characters were there. Chewie was there. R2 was there. Yeah, they kind of get you into them in a little group. Yes. And, of course, he was supposed to be one of the persons right. there. Well, I met Kenny Baker, who played R2-D2. Fabulous man. He was, he was funny. 
He, you know, he, you know, he tell you stories. He you appreciated, know, appreciated da, da, da. the fandom. You know, Peter Mayhew was a different story. He was a little bit like, you know, twenty five dollars on the table. I don't sign anything Star Wars, you know, related. It's not. Sanctioned. It was during the bitter years. Yes. The, yeah. Right, yeah. The I have no job. This is all I do. So years. you know, my brother wanted Chewbacca's autograph, so he got it. You know, right. and I didn't want it because yeah, because you beat a dick. Right. I was like, no, fuck, yeah, screw you, fuck you. You're not worth my twenty five dollars. Right. I don't care if you're part of my childhood. So I'm like, I'm like Boba Fett. I gotta meet Boba, Boba Fett. Fett. I gotta meet Boba, Boba Fett. Fett. Where's Boba Fett? His table, his name was up there, right, Bullock, and the table was empty. I was like, son of a bitch. No one likes Boba Fett. I'm like. I'm like, I'm like, he was there, right? No, he wasn't there. Oh, he never show up, right? Three years later, I'm in Vegas. <laughs> well, what a segue! <laughs> uh, I'm there. He's not there. Three years later, later I'm in Vegas. Vegas. <laughs> I'm winning on the tables. I got whores that left me. We're going through Caesar's Palace Casino. Uh huh. They have a they have a mall. They have a shopping center. Like okay. Mall thing. They have a comic book shop in this mall. Okay. I'm- Just so happens, appearing today only. Boba Fett. Boba Fett. <laughs> Boba Fett. I'm like, oh my God. The revenge is mine. The gods have answered my prayers. I finally get to meet him. Uh huh. Nicest gentleman you ever met. <laughs> I, but I didn't love off the hook. Uh, what? <laughs> you gave him shit for not showing up? Yes. <laughs> I, okay. I'm like. Was it the same year or was it like many years later? It was three years later. Three years three later. Three years later. Three years later. I'm Sheldon Cooper. Get out. You know, you're like, you son of a bitch. I was there. You Three weren't. years ago, I was at a Philadelphia Wizard World Comic Con. All the other Star Wars characters were there except for you. Where were you? you Where were of- you? Really? Yes. You had the balls. Three. Like he, oh, did he have an answer? Yes, he did. <laughs> Please tell me it was something that made you eat crow. <laughs> like my wife died or my father died. No, he says, I wasn't feeling well. So I canceled. The appearance okay and i'm like all right you know what i i can i can buy that i told sure. him I'm like I, you know what that's acceptable <laughs> that's what i said to him i swear to god the look become... on his face after i said it was like priceless you're an ass <laughs> what a dick move he signed my autograph uh-huh. and apologized and I said, said, like, I said Bob, I'm, I'm sorry. Pre- I appreciate. No, he didn't write. I sorry, but he said he said it to me verbally. I'm sorry. I'm, I appreciate that. I do apologize for my demeanor. It just took so long to meet you. That it was just it, it, it just builds up after a while. You know, <laughs> you don't want an angry nerd. <laughs> Hope you learned a lesson. And then from that day point forward, he's always been in all his all his appearances. <laughs> yeah, he's always been there. He's always polite. Always polite. He's at appearances. And, yeah. I noticed you do a lot of appearances. Yes, well, you know, there was this one time I was in Vegas and some chubby kid came up to me <laughs> and was like, I was waiting for you in the Philadelphia Comic-Con and you never showed. That was three years ago. Why were you not there? So, I told him I was sick. and was So like, I can't really meet celebrities. I really can't. There, there's <laughs> the, Every celebrity. I mean, I've got more and more stories I could tell. Like, I, I could do a full hour we're of gonna, meeting celebrities. One day we're going to do the embarrassing moments from Ed. <laughs> I've got chock full of them. All right. What else you got there in the news? Uh, PlayStation. All right. Apparently, there are 53 games confirmed for the PS4 for the virtual reality. Okay. So, actually, I'm just going to... I'm not going to really get too much into it because... Yeah, I want you to read off 53 names. I'm not going to give you all the titles here. Anything jump out specifically? Like... Well, the ones the ones that they're 
they're talking about is London Heist, Until Dawn, Rush of Blood, and Robinson, The Journey, are the two big games that they're talking about for virtual reality. Apparently, it's the most impressive. The thing is, is that what you want to do is you want to go to our Facebook page, Geeksters Radio. I'm posting the article right now as we speak. And they give, actually give you YouTube videos of every virtual reality game posted on this article. So, oh, wow. I'm, so, I might actually look at them. Yeah. Look at <laughs> so if you want to see, like, I mean, like, literally, there's like four or five that don't have it. But uh, like 40-some games, you're going to see a YouTube video on this to uh, check out on it. So uh, there's Tekken 7. There's another game I'm going to throw out there real quick. All right. I'm just seeing if there's any other ones. Final Fantasy Nine, yeah. Haven's Haven's Ward. So there you go. So the yeah, so check them out. They're alive. Extreme Three is coming out as also well. You said you weren't going to read the list. I, you know, the, <laughs> yeah. the name popped out. You got to mention this. I just got to mention this one, and that is it. That's what I'm going to mention. But uh, check them out. Uh, pretty, I will. Pretty I, interesting. I'm going to check it out because I'm like, all right, virtual reality. I don't know. Especially when you said until dawn, because that's the horror movie one. Yes. That's out there now. If it's a sequel, I'm like, oh, wow, it should be kind of interesting. All right. All right. What else you got there, Ed? Uh, advertising. Advertising, advertising. Advertising. Movie advertising. Of course, it's big business. Oh, yes, it is. You know. Yeah, it could, it, could, it could make or break a movie. Exactly. Ask the people who made John Carter. <laughs> <laughs> yes. Well, advertising on the internet is kind of hard in most places because don't we know it right (laughs) where where to go where you know where to post that kind of thing apparently porn sites is a new way of of for movie companies to advertise their uh their i'm gonna be honest perfect sense yeah that's what they said a lot of people kind of were like really how many people are really going to see on a porn site do you know how many people hit a porn site yes millions upon billions of people that is actually perfect market. I mean, I, okay, especially with the influx of, you know, um, parody porn. Mm-hmm. Like, hey, here's Star Wars. And just so happens, right next to Star Wars is a poster of the new Star Wars movie coming out in theaters near you. <laughs> like, uh, it makes sense. So if Lions- you like Star Wars, go see the movie that inspired it. Star Wars The Force Awakens. <laughs> coming in December 18th. Lionsgate chief brand officer and president of worldwide marketing, Tim Palin, has admitted that he's regularly. I'm regularly at porn sites. I'm jacking it right here in my office. It's it's inexpensive and efficient for for posting their trailers sure, online, you know, to, to go. And then the, they say the strategy is that a lot of people see it because not only because a lot of people go to porn sites, but if you're on a porn site and you see something that doesn't really match up, like a, you know, like a trailer for a movie. Right, like if I'm watching like, hey, anal beads 27,000, um, you know, and you look off the corner of your eye, you see a lightsaber going off. You're going, what the fuck is that? <laughs> you're going to look over there. You're going to be like, what the Star Wars? Really? Gonna, what the hell's going over? And then you go... You tell your friends, dude, you never guess what happens. I mean, I guess maybe, dude, I was watching porn, and then I saw this advertisement for Star Wars. How fucking weird was that? Yeah, like, dude, not as weird as you just admitting to me you just watch porn. Dude, man, it's not the point. The point is the Star Wars ad. That was a little bit. It was one, it was one of those, one of these things does not belong. I mean, I'm- You're not getting the important part of my conversation. Yeah, the important part of this advertisement for Star Wars. I'm playing with my lightsaber. I see a lightsaber on screen. I'm like, that's a Star Wars ad. Who cares what I was doing at the time? <laughs> Who cares if I had a finger in my ass at the time? The point is, it was a Star Wars ad on the porn site. How weird is that? 
dude, man, you watch porn with a figure in your ass? Not the point, Steve. <laughs> the point is Star Wars. Ed. Focus. <laughs> All right, what else you got? I think I got time for one more. One more. One more. Let's talk about Bond again. Okay, you better make it two more then. All right. Two more. All right, because I want to talk about the Star Wars TV, Star Trek TV show. Okay. Okay, what's this article? The ridiculous amount of money Spectre needs to make to break even. Okay. So apparently analysts have have been working up a magic number to think that they're going to break even on, on this movie. Is six hundred and fifty million dollars? What? <laughs> how much did they say? How much movie cost to make? It was two hundred and fifty dollars to make, but the course two hundred and fifty dollars to make. Yes. Yeah, it shows it. Two hundred and fifty million. Yes. Okay, two hundred and fifty million. <laughs> All right. Now, I, now I know what goes to your head. Really <laughs> <laughs> two hundred and fifty million dollars to make this movie. <laughs> All right. And I bet you dick comes up a lot in your mind. Like, no. you fucking dick. Um, okay, so it's $250 million. Yes. And I guess the rest was all marketing. Right. Jesus, they just posted on porn sites. They save a lot of cash. <laughs> I'm just saying. I mean, we've already established. <laughs> well, they said that plus, plus $100 million for spent for marketing on the film. $100 million. So that's, so that's, that's only $350 million. Why are they? What's, I don't know where the other $300 is coming from, but whatever. That's what they're saying. Probably from like you know other marketing rights and and uh, yeah. dis- distribution from other areas. Right? Maybe I don't know. Okay, but still, a hundred million dollars to promote that movie. All you got to do is say, "Hey, guess what? Next Bond movie. It's called Spectre. Right. Go fucking see it. Here's a trailer." <laughs> While you masturbate. Yeah. Uh, so they uh, so they said that um, um, opening me- weekend, <laughs> the analysts were predicting that the film's going to make $80 million. Now, of course, it didn't make the $80 million, like they said. How much did it make? 73 I think it was. I All right. Well, it's in the 70s. I know that. At the time, though, I mean, when we saw that article, I wouldn't say it's up to date. Like, I, the weekend's still kind of technically going on. Go on, right. So, I mean, it might hit $80 million. Might. It might fall short. Mm. All right. So, yeah, so they feel that, uh, you know, of course, uh, Skyfall made a billion dollars overall, so they, you know, could Right, well, yeah, it's one of those things like, Skyfall made fucking a billion, there's no reason why the next movie with the next guy who di- directed by the guy who did the last movie, starring the guy who was in the last movie, with now with Spectre, should make a billion and a half. Yeah. So, let's, yeah. All right, well, all right. I- I don't know. I think the reason why this is tell you is that Skyfall was also celebrating the 50th anniversary yeah. of Bond. So I think there was a little bit of nostalgia there. Yeah. Plus also they kind of, it felt like an homage to the original Bond movies. Yep. It did. All right. What else you got? Final article. Final article. Okay. How about this one? The Crow Me make just took a huge step forward. We talked about this in one in the past. We thought that pretty much Crow was done. Yes. Apparently not. Apparently, it's going forward. Apparently. Apparently. But okay. It's, now, it's more than apparent. It's it's actually happening. Okay. So, I'm just trying to get the article up here real quick as I'm double talking here. Um, yes, they were, of course, the, the, the biggest thing about it was the purchase of, uh, da, 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 I'm trying to find it where, where it was. Uh that air, that air, that air. I'm waiting. I'm uh, waiting. You know what? I'm if waiting you here. Just would have done the article I was hoping you'd do instead of pull the car. 
Well, that's I've, I thought the greatest miracle here was the article that you wanted to do. No, the Star Trek TV show that's coming out next in 2017. No, I didn't know. You didn't know? No. <sighs> well, you want to talk about that one instead? Yeah, let's talk about that one. All right. Because it's kind of a big deal, Ed. <sighs> you being a Star Trek fan, uh-huh. I would have thought you would have jumped all over this one. I guess you didn't see any news. When Star Wars is coming out, my blinders are, are on. <laughs> uh, fuck I'm, Star Trek. I'm overloading on uh, Star Wars. I'm, I am so like, I, I, this is how bad I'm getting. <laughs> All right. I am, I have, the, of course, the, 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 the Force Unleashed 1 and 2. Force Unleashed, right? Yeah. And I, I'm, 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 th- I'm thinking about playing those games again just to get my fix in until. Just to get my fix in. <laughs> um, uh, all right. Um. I'm actually thinking about seeing, like, going through the six movies before we go see episode seven. What are you saying? Like, do a movie marathon? Yeah. All Even right. if it's by myself, I'm just going to do it. I'm thinking, I'm like, I'm just going to sit there and just take a day, and just, you know, watch all the movies just to. Okay, I'll watch the first couple movies. You mean the last three? The first three, like, uh, the four, four, five, five six. six. Yeah. Yeah. I'll watch the third one, like, episode three. But I watched three through six. I don't really got no desire to see one or two. Okay. You know, um, here you go, Ed. All right, go ahead. New series starting in January 2017. January, okay. CBS Television Studios announced today. This is today being uh, November 2nd. Okay. A couple days ago. Yep. Um, it will launch a totally new Star Trek television series in January 2017. The new series will blast off with a special preview broadcast on CBS Television Network. The premiere episode and all subsequent first-run episodes will then be available exclusively in the United States on CBS All Access, the network's digital subscription video on demand and live streaming service. Wow. Now, what that means is basically all you Star Trek fans that want to see this new TV show, Mm -hmm. you're going to have to pay for it. Oh. It's basically CBS's All Access is their Netflix for their station. Oh. So it's a it's a subscription fee to get the show. Really? Yes. So that means that you're going to have to pay X amount of dollars a month to see the show. Now, I don't know if they're going to do it like Netflix and go, here's all the episodes in one shot. Mm-hmm. Or are they just going to do, oh, here's one week, two weeks, three weeks. And stretch out a 22, you know, I don't know how many episodes they're, they're planning on it, but if they're going to stretch out every week to continue to make sure you pay. Wow. Les Moonves, I think, is the president of, uh, no, Les Moonves is somebody else. <laughs> God. Les Moonves is the guy who owns Fox. <laughs> Les Moonves no. works with Stanley Lipschitz. Right. Yeah. No, no, Les Moonves is an actual guy. <laughs> I know. I'm All right. Saying. I'm like, wait, no, he is. Um, yeah, I, I, I when I heard that, I was like, "Oh, it's coming to TV. That'd be great." As a star, I'm a Star Trek fan. I, I am somewhat. I'm not as big as a Star Trek fan as I'm a Star Wars fan. Mm-hmm. But I, the person who's running CBS, is like, "Yeah, we're doing this because we think we're just as viable as Netflix or as Amazon Prime. So if you people want to see this new show, you're going to have to pay for it." Wow. I, I was like, "Well, I ain't watching it then. No, I'm, I'm out. Like, I'll wait till it comes out on DVD and Blu-ray." Mm-hmm. Like that kind of a move can make or break a comp. I mean, okay, granted, CBS. They, I'm sure they got a shit ton of money, so they don't care if anybody sees it. But if you're gonna produ- if you're gonna produce a show like that, I I I just you know with with Star Trek in particular, I said this for years. Money grabbing whores. 
Exactly. <laughs> That's exactly it. I I couldn't put it any better myself, you know, if I did that. The thing is, is that, like, I've been to Star Trek conventions. Yeah. I've been, I've, you know. I've been there, man. I've, I've gone to, you know, Best Buy or any movie place to sell movies. I have gone where no man has gone before. And looked at the price tag and go, Cha-ching! <laughs> This is not an import. This is that's <laughs> the trouble with triples right there. <laughs> I mean, I was excited last week when we, you know, that they were going to do the original series on DVD for like forty-two bucks. I'm like, you know what? Now I'm going to buy it. You know, like I don't, I don't own this the TV show on anything. Right, know? right. I know you mentioned that. Um, yeah, like I'm looking here, the program of first original series, blah blah blah. Alex Kirksman will serve as the executive producer for the new show. Kirksman co-wrote and produced the blockbuster film Star Trek in 2009 with Robert Orsi and Star Trek Into Darkness. Um, yeah, I, I mean... I'm not that big of a fan, to be honest with you, for something like that. I mean, like, I would I would have to leave, eat, live, and breathe Star Trek, have a uniform, you know... Make Star Trek references over and over and over again. Like, beat me up, Scotty. <laughs> now, I mean, that's ridiculous. That is just, that is utterly ridiculous. I, I completely agree. I and can... I'm not saying just Star Trek in general. If they did that for Star Wars, if they go, we got a brand new Star Wars TV show, but you got to pay for it. I'll be like, yeah, okay, you know, no, I'm not going to do it. Like, like I, I feel that is so unfair to do to people, you know, like. Here, here it is. CBS All Access offers its customers more than 7,500 episodes from the current television series, previous seasons of classic shows on demand nationwide, as well as the ability to stream local CBS stations live in more than 110 markets. Subscribers can use the service online and across devices via CBS.com, the CBS app for operating systems, blah, blah, blah. Let's see how, let's see how much a month it costs. That's, that's I mean, like... like... What okay before you before you tell the number, okay? How much do you think you should pay? Like if you were going, you know what? I'll, all right, I'll pay. How much do you think you would pay a month for something like that? Well, okay, I already since I have Netflix, mm-hmm. I and I pay I think like the the, the t- ten bucks, maybe eleven dollars a month. Right. I think that's a good price for Netflix because it's not just a certain genre. Right. It does TV movies for a CBS All Access. Something, I mean, if it's just watching reruns of their current shows that I can't DVR, five bucks a month, maybe at that. Really, that's that's being generous. I think. I mean, I honestly, I would pay a dollar. I would, I would, really? I pay twelve dollars a year for something like this just to see Star Trek. I'd be like, you know what? For a dollar, okay, I'll, I'll go with that. How much? How much is the? How much is it? Do Do we have a number yet? I'm looking. Keep going. Okay, so I mean, because it's like. You're right. Like it's 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 not like you're gonna get like a lot of content. Like you're you're like I don't know. There might be other shows well, I, that we get to see that you wouldn't normally get to see. Over seventy five hundred episodes on demand. New episodes on CBS app the next day. Watch live TV. Um, stream your TV. Let's try one week for free. Let's, uh, I'm, I'm just gonna click the button. Let's go. Uh, see, it just wants me to sign up. Doesn't even. Oh, it's. Oh my God, dude. I am fucking a genius. <laughs> I'm just saying that I had no idea how much it cost. Yeah. Guess how much it cost a month? Four ninety nine. Close. Five ninety nine. <laughs> Holy shit. So six dollars a month. Six bucks a month. So 
to $72 a year to watch CBS reruns and Star Trek. Yes, I mean obviously. I mean, I can be wrong. I'm like, when you put it that way, I'm like, seventy two bucks. Fuck that. <laughs> you know, I, I was just like, holy mother. I mean, you could probably buy the then when it comes out on DVD. You could probably buy it for like for less than, than that. that. Yeah, yeah, most likely depends on how many episodes there are. I mean, it's Star Trek, so they always jack up the price at least by fifteen percent. Like, hey, look, here's a box set. Yeah, it's a hundred dollars. What? Yeah. It's only three discs. It's Star Trek. It's got a new interview with, with William Shatner as he's talking out of his ass. I'll, I'll, I'll even like I'll even go as far as like when I saw that you know because I got first when I got my smartphone. One of the things I found out that they were going to do digital copies online that I could download on my phone, right. my Google device from Google Play, the Star Wars trilogy, all the movies. When I found out the price, I said, "Fuck you, I'm not doing." I actually have a list of the shows. Uh, okay, so far I'm gonna be honest. It's all CBS shows. I'm paying you CBX. I mean, like, like, okay. Two broke girls. Okay. <laughs> no, I'm laughing because it's a CBS. Yes. Well, yeah, I mean. It's uh, all CBS shows. Of course it would be. I meant, like, there's no movies or anything like that. <laughs> <laughs> no, they don't have NBC or CBS. Who can figure? I want to see the Muppets. Come on. I mean, okay, you got two broke girls, 48 hours. Big Bang Theory, um, it's all the it's all it's their current roster, right? Then there's daytime television like The Bold and Beautiful, uh, Late Night with Steve Colbert and James Corden, movies and specials, uh, Academy of Country Music Awards, CBS Cares. Oh, I just watched nothing but CBS Cares. <laughs> Remember, make sure you wear a condom. <laughs> CBS Cares, a whole whole station dedicated to them. If the pot's pulling, don't touch it. Yeah. CBS cares. If it if it smells like fish, you might want to stay away from it. Uh, obviously, if there's a zero car out the door, don't open it. CBS cares. But then they also do the TV classics like Beauty and the Beast, which is on video. Uh, Beverly Hills 90210 on video. The Brady Bunch. <laughs> on video uh, Caroline in the City remember that show uh-huh. Leia Thompson uh-huh. Cheers Miami CSI Miami Everyone Hates Chris Family Ties Flashpoint which is on the Ion channel yeah you know I'm looking here okay here's Jag Hawaii Five-O Classics ooh let's pay six bucks a month to watch I Love Lucy I'm just like okay. There's so not- far, I'm like like everything you're you're saying. Like I could buy this on DVD. Yeah, Nash Bridges, Perry Mason, Odd Couple, uh, Star Trek Deep Fried Nine, Enterprise, Star Trek the Original Series, Star Trek The Next Generation, Star Trek Voyager, Taxi, Touched by an Angel, yeah, <laughs> uh, The Twilight Zone, Twin Peaks, and Wings. All of them are on Netflix. Uh-huh. Uh huh. It's like why would I pay you seven dollars when I'm already paying ten bucks? For them on Netflix, and watch them whenever I want to watch them. So the I, only thing, the only thing you're watching is that new Star Trek show. That is the only that thing. It. That would be it. I sometimes paying six. I wouldn't pay six bucks for it. Yeah. If there was more to offer, like okay, yeah, look, they have Supergirl and, and Scorpion, like all their current roster. But they're going to come out on DVD. Yeah, they're they're going to be out there because they can't they can't they can't go. No, you know what? We're just going to do the streaming thing and 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 screw like the whole you know home home market. It's another way to try to squeeze money out of a fan a fan base. That's wow. all it is. Wow. 
And when, you know, because he, because obviously he goes like, look, these, those Star Trek people, they'll buy anything. You know, so like, hey, we can just slap Star Trek on it and they'll, no, the only way you're going to be able to see it is, and there's no original programming. This would be the first time they do original programming. It would be different, in my opinion, if they said like, hey, we do have original programming on this, on this streaming service. Here's this show that you may not know about. This show, this show. Like, it seems to me like this is just a cash grab to go, yeah, okay, obviously the CBS access, no one's buying. What are we going to do? New Star Trek! Those both fuckers will buy anything. <laughs> you know? The, the, the thing is, the thing that really bothers me is, yeah, because it's one show. Like, when Netflix started doing original programming, it wasn't just one show. You're right. They came up with three or four shows, and they became hits. And then it's just like, and then, of course, when they got made the deal with Marvel, it was like, oh, holy yeah. crap, now you got three or four shows that we're going to look forward I, to. When I, when I when I signed up for Netflix, um, there was before, I, it was, there wasn't really anything, it was just kind of something Dad and I wanted to do, because yeah. just the stream stuff. But Hemlock Grove, I love, Orange and the New Black, I love, um, what do you call it? Uh, some of their co- House they, of Cards. House of Cards, exactly. Daredevil, I'm looking forward to Jessica Jones, like, this, the Marvel stuff I put aside, I'm kind of a Netflix junkie because I'll be like, oh, here's a comedy special, the guy I liked. I started watching documentaries. I never watched documentaries. But there was like, hey, well, that's interesting. Yeah. Let me watch that. Like, and it'd be like, well, I, like, I saw a whole hour and a half documentary on 3D printers <laughs> and the companies that are trying to make 3D printers and like how they get along. And how, like, like, I'm like, it was fascinating. It was compelling. I was like, I can't believe I'm watching a documentary about fucking com- 3D printer companies. <laughs> you know, and then, I can't believe you're watching. And then watch how one guy turns into like, like, hey, I'm, an, I'm a cool guy. To watch him turn into a complete fucking asshole during as, as, more, as popular as his product got, how much of a douchebag he started to become. Yeah. I was like, that's fascinating. I'm like, hey, you can't write that shit. <laughs> I was like, oh my God, that's, oh my God. Like watching this guy just get all full of himself. I'm like, you didn't even do most of the work. This guy, it was like definitely like a Steve Jobs, Steve Wozniak kind of relationship. Yeah. And they actually modeled themselves after the Apple kind of like, okay, we need a face of the company. That'll be you. I'll be the brains. Yeah. And the guy who was the face of the company started getting a little too big for his britches. Uh-huh. It was just like, you dick. <laughs> I was right. like, wow. So, yeah, I mean, it was, it, was, it was fascinating. But, I mean, if CBS is just going to be like, oh, our only new show is going to be the Star Trek thing. Screw you! I'm, I'm, I'll wait for DVR. I'll, I'll, I'll wait for. They'll DVR. come out on Netflix, like you know, like six yeah. months later or whatever. Yeah. yeah, they'll they'll sign and go. Oh, CBS just Netflix just signed a deal for Star Trek to rebroadcast the the show a year after it's been done. Yep. And it's just like all right, whatever. But, that is. Oh. All right. Well, on that note, we say thanks. Thanks for that downer. Well, stand on a downer. Uh-huh. <laughs> right. Well. So anyway. So thanks for listening. Um, you've been listening to Geeksters Live on AquanetRadio.com, iTunes Radio, TuneIn, and iHeartRadio. Just search Aquanet Radio on those apps. Don't forget, if you haven't already, go to our Facebook page, Geeksters Radio, and give us a like. We'd appreciate it. Or follow us on Twitter at Geeksters or Instagram at, at Geeksters Radio. And if you uh, want to know where you can download the podcast of this version, what we do, people, for those of you who are new or listening, we take the show, break it down into three bite-sized pieces, a little bit of intro, a little bit of outro, a little bonus material, like I like to say. A little little something-something extra for you to take time to download, the, to download the show. Yes. Even though it'll be like a rebroadcast for you, there's still extra stuff in here. A right. little bit. A little bonus material. A little bonus material. 
kind of like a little behind the scenes, a little something, something. Yeah. As a way of thanking you for downloading the show. But that's free. If you want to know where you get that, you can either go to wordswithgeeks.com or iTunes. Just type in Geeksters in the search app. You can also go to the About section of Geeksters Radio's Facebook page and such, all the other places to download it. Or if you're a Google user, you can download any podcast app, search for Geeksters there, and we'll be there for you. And if you want to contact Ed on anything you've seen or heard on the website or on the show, you can contact him at ed at wordswithgeeks.com. Or you can contact Sean at sean at wordswithgeeks.com. Don't forget, next week, oh, Sean's talking Fallout, yo! There you have it, folks. That was part three. Yeah. I hope it all worked out for you in the end. <laughs> in the meantime, you want to catch these shenanigans live? You can so on Sunday nights from 6 to 9.30 p.m. Eastern Standard Time on AquanetRadio.com, iTunes Radio, TuneIn, and iHeartRadio. To search for Aguadet Radio on those apps. <laughs> you sound a little, a little confused, Ed. You sound like... Uh, <laughs> I'm, I, I can't do this anymore. <laughs> you can't do this anymore? What do you mean? <laughs> it's like I can't remember people's names. <laughs> Every time an actor, it's like, oh, man. Oh, yeah. It's going to be a new rule in the drinking game where it's like, okay, every time Ed gets ready to say something, he forgets the person's name, you got to take a drink. It's a shot. It's a sh- <laughs> <laughs> Who's easy reader? Easy re- Morgan Freeman. <laughs> He's starting to sound like Morgan Freeman. Like, really? Yes. Oh, yeah. <laughs> Mom, this is me, your pal, Morgan Freeman, <laughs> letting you know. Great, I'm turning it from an, from an old, fat Jewish man to an old black man <laughs> with a sulky voice. Uh, anyway, like I was saying, <laughs> if you want to con, if you want to listen to the show live, again, Sunday nights, 6 to 9.30 p.m. Eastern Standard Time, AquanetRadio.com, iTunes Radio, TuneIn, and iHeartRadio. There's our track with that radio, those apps. And if you, while you're at it, go to Facebook, go to Geeksters Radio, and give us a like. Or you can follow us on Twitter at, at Geeksters, or Instagram at, at Geeksters Radio. And if you're like my friend, Andy Dufresne, <laughs> who swam through a mile of shit to listen to our show. He got it from going to wordswithgeeks.com or iTunes. Or you can go to the About section of Facebook. You can't do it. Uh, <laughs> I'm just going to keep doing it anyway. <laughs> <laughs> you can go to our Facebook page and go to the About section and find all the other places to download it. Or if you're a Google user, you can download any podcast app from the Play Store Search for Geeksters and we'll be there for you. That's right. But in the meantime, if you're going to contact Ed on anything you've seen or heard on the show, you can contact him at ed at wordswithgeeks.com. Or if you're as confused as I am, you can contact Sean at sean at wordswithgeeks.com. It's amazing how you can go from white man to black man in a matter of minutes. My new voice, folks. <laughs> I will fucking hate the cold. <laughs> Just saying. And we'll see you next week. Bye. That was wonderful. Bravo. I loved that. Oh, it was great. Well, it was pretty good. Well, it wasn't bad. Well, there were parts of it that weren't very good, It could have been a lot better. I didn't really like it. It was pretty terrible. It was bad. It was awful. I was terrible. Get him away. Hey, boo. Boo. Boo.